It's not news, it's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. The news is brought to you this time around by Les Schwab Tire. Well, we've got the good, we've got the bad, and we've got the ugly. We'll start with the good. Cold Stone Creamery, a place I have never been to, but have heard great things about. Wow. That is a lie. Wait, are we doing truth or lie? Wait, what are we doing? I, no, I just, I just realized I just realized that I think I have been into a Cold Stone Creamery. But they're the place that they make it on some sort of a stone, right? right yeah, in front it's a very of you? cold one. Okay. See, but I did not see that process being done. Mm-hmm. I think I ran in there one time in Coeur d'Alene. I think there's one in Riverstone that I went in and ordered just a container of ice cream to take with me for Judy and the girls. And so I think I've lied and maybe I have been there, but I've never seen the cool process of making it on the cold stone. Got it. So that's why I feel like I haven't been there. But let's carry on. Cold Stone Creamery. They announced the addition of something new to their ice cream lineup. They will be rolling out what I call the good Lucky Charms ice cream. Oh, whoa. Now, there are a lot of ice creams that have uh, recently been getting into the ice cream a lot of cereal, excuse me, that's been getting into the ice cream world. We've had the latest announcement from Fruity Pebbles and Cocoa Pebbles that they were going to get into the the world of ice cream. Uh, I was hoping Captain Crunch would be next. I feel like Captain Crunch and ice cream would be a heck of a combo. Softens up the sharpness of the crunch. Yeah, and just a good flavor with ice cream. It's a match made in heaven. Just right off the bat, it's a match made in heaven because... The ice cream is pretty much frozen milk, a frozen yes. cereal milk, <laughs> a, where cereal milk is sweet. It's got all the sweetness in it from the cereal. It's pretty much just frozen milk from a cereal bowl, so it makes a ton of sense to me to have the cereal mixed in with your ice cream. I really like this a lot. It does. Coldstone Creamery is delighted to partner with General Mills this month to bring the magic beyond the cereal bowl and introduce this limited-time flavor. Guests of all ages will enjoy the nostalgia of the combination, and it's sure to bring some luck your way. Is there a specific way you should eat that? Like, should you let the ice cream melt a little bit so it's a little softer? Oh, I'm a yeah, cone Jay, guy. I, I, I'm a big cone guy. I'm a waffle cone guy, so I'm going to have to just eat it right out of the right out of the creation. Okay. Okay, and you don't feel like waffle, waffle cone will add to the flavor of the Lucky Charms and all it, that? It might make me start eating my cereal. Uh-oh. Might make, you, might make you do what? You cut out right there. Oh, we lo- literally he, lost him. Yeah, he sounded like he just ah. got cut off in traffic. Because, Kevin, I feel like it. a bowl is better that you could let the ice cream melt a little bit, get a little softer, because the, cr- the cereal is going to add the crunch already. For me, it's that, that stage where you melt, let it melt just a little bit, and then you do the stir, and you get it all kind of whipped up. So yeah. it's that little soft serve almost at that point, and then you just eat it. That that sounds delicious. I don't know if I want it all the way soft, or if I, I think I just might, you know, just a little bit. Uh, well, I will tell you, and I wish Slim was here to hear it, because there will be various specialty items, including... An ice cream dish that is served in a green waffle cone okay. that includes oh. extra marshmallows and gold glitter. 
That's magically wow. delicious. That. that is magically delicious. Man. How good does that sound? Is that on the healthy food menu no. or no? Nope. That'll no, not be at, not. at KJ's okay. Healthy Restaurant. That is not going to be one of my there. items. Okay, just checking. Didn't For sound like sure. it was going to be, but I want to double check there. Yeah, wouldn't that be funny if the healthy restaurant then just had the most <laughs> unhealthy desserts? Like, you've done it. You've gone through the entire evening eating great, and now would you like Lucky Charms dessert with extra marshmallows, a wonderful green waffle cone, and gold glitter? Yes, I would for 7,000 calories, please. Story number two. Okay, so that was the good. I love that. The world of cereal has something good. It's mixing with ice cream. Thank you. Keep it up. But now this. Fong's Pizza, pizzeria based in Iowa, is gaining attention for its most recent addition to the breakfast menu. First of all, breakfast pizza, overrated, underrated, properly rated, Jay. Which one is it? Overrated, underrated, properly rated. Okay. What do you think for breakfast pizza? I would say, well, you know, I my instinct was to say overrated, but my wife made some the other day, and I'm like, no, that stuff was re- I mean, it was really good. So I'm going to yeah, go, you, actually, I'm going to go underrated. I'm going to go yeah. against what my initial thought was there. I used to be a guy who thought it was kind of overrated until I actually had it. Right. And you eat it, and then you go, no, that's delicious. Yes. Like, why did I think this wasn't good? Slim's, a really good breakfast pizza is amazing. Slim, uh, overrated, underrated, properly rated breakfast pizza. If people like it, then it's overrated. <laughs> okay. Not a fan, clearly. No. But I also, okay. here's the deal. You got to take that with a, with a grain of salt because I also don't like those pizzas that people love that have the greenery on it. Yeah, well, that's yeah, a thing. You you're also right don't really like. You uh, also don't really like breakfast. That's it, Kev. Oh. I don't like breakfast. Yeah. I love my pizza. It's pretty basic. I, I'm a pizza snob, and I, I will admit it. And I, I don't love it because I, I normally like to try to like a lot of things. I just feel like it's better that way. You like more stuff. But the pizza stuff, I can't do a lot of extra uh, besides the basics. Well, Slim, this is in the bad category. Let's see if we think this is bad or not. This Fong's Pizza in Iowa is now offering a new breakfast pizza known as the Fruit Loops Pizza. Oh. Pizza is listed as the Loopy Fruits Pizza Consists of sweet cream cheese, that's the sauce, Whoa! with mozzarella, and of course, a layer of Fruit Loops along with a drizzle of Greek yogurt and condensed milk. Oh, my. So, they Kev, say I that, saw a picture of this. Okay, and... they say that it's done well, and they have now put it on the menu permanently. It looks cool. It's got to look tasty, right? Looks can be deceiving. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I will agree with you. I am looking at it now. It looks uh, interesting. I would much rather have the cereal in my ice cream than I would on my pizza. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like we got the good and the bad, and I and I do think this one falls more in the bad idea category. Yeah. They originally said they did it for kids so that there would be an option for the breakfast pizza that kids wanted, but they say we have had good response from a lot of adults wow. who like doing something truly unique. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to order that one. Yeah, I don't think it's going to... If I'm at a place with pizza, it's going to be pretty far down the list before I go, yeah, how about Fruit Loops and yeah. cheese? <laughs> like, if the shit's off of it, maybe. If it was just cream cheese, Fruit Loops, Greek, uh, Greek yogurt, 
on a crust. Yeah, sure, that sounds fine. But you it, start putting it, the cheese. For sure, Kev, it's one that I would never pay for but would definitely try if it was free. Yep, that's the only way Very to do fair. it. Yep. All right, are you ready for the ugly? Story number three. You guys remember what happened about a year ago? COVID. Rudy Gobert kissed a teammate. Yeah, it's been a tough, tough year, right? And I feel like things are finally starting to turn around and look up. And then, before you know it, I see this story. Researchers from Japan and the U.S. have teamed up. And what they realize will happen now. I hope you're ready for it. This stinks. (laughs) Most life on Earth will be wiped out completely. In a billion years, due to an extreme plunge in oxygen levels. In a billion years? In about a billion years. About a billion. <laughs> Most life on Earth will be wiped out. Wow. In about a billion years, due to an extreme plunge in oxygen levels. Mm. Just when things were looking better. <laughs> yeah, man. Just when we hit phase three. <laughs> I was just worried about this weekend. Let's do a listener letter. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter. Don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. Dear Jane Kevin, I'm 28. I have a six and almost three year old. I have been single now for two years. My ex decided he didn't want to be married anymore or a dad. That's a letter for another day. Today, my question is about me dating and my kids. I just started dating, but I struggle to know when to introduce someone to my kids. I know this. I'm not going to see them. I'm not going to see him very much if he isn't around my kids. They are my whole life. My mom lives in Arizona. She is very against me bringing anyone into their lives until it's serious, but I'm not sure that's realistic. Is it okay to bring a guy I trust around my kids right away, or do I need to just keep those two worlds separate? Appreciate your thoughts, Carissa. I feel like, Kevin, you would be an expert on this. Yeah, I don't... I, I think I definitely have more experience than you two fellas. That is for sure. Because it's a situation I have been in. I will tell you that my situation was a little different in the fact that Judy and I had known each other for 10 years. So she knew a lot about me and she knew me. We weren't like, you know, great friends or anything, but it was something, you know... We knew each other, and she knew the kind of person I was. So that made it a lot easier. And then we talked off and on for months, and then I will say once we started dating, I was around her kids right away as soon as we started dating. But I I, I see both sides of this because I will tell you this. The other thing is if I just went out on dates with her all the time, it could be awesome, right? Like I'd be like, this is the most fun. She's the greatest. I, I love this. But it wouldn't also be really taking on her whole world because then what happens when it gets serious and now you say, okay, now it's serious. Now I can introduce you to my kids. And now you introduce them to the kids and it's like, oh, well, that doesn't work. Doesn't that stink? Like, so I, I kind of appreciate the way we did it, which was just right away it was here's my kids. And it was more I was just a friend that was coming over to hang out once in a while, wouldn't stay the night or anything at first, but it was kind of that I was a friend. And then slowly but surely, it all worked out. 
But I think we had the advantage of her knowing that I wasn't a psychopath. So the, yeah, yeah. So the advantage was Judy's right at that point because she was familiar enough with you where she was comfort. There was a comfort level. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Okay. I got yeah, you. for yeah. sure. I got you. And, and it was that thing for me. I remember being a little skeptical at first, saying, "I don't," because I knew I would get attached to the kids. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, I know how I'm going to be. I'm going to be a guy who goes all in and be super attached. And so I kind of was like, "Yeah, I'm not sure about this." And she just said, here's the deal. I know the kind of guy you are. Anytime that you're around my kids is is going to make their lives better. And I was like, all right, if you really feel that way, then we'll do it. And that's kind of the way we handled it. And also she is this, what this lady said about the, I mean, at that time, Judy didn't have any babysitters. She had nothing. It was literally, she was with her kids 24-7. And so if I was going to see her, that was the only way I was going to see her is that the kids were there, too. Uh, this is best advice from a law attorney. This is off our text line. Is the three and six rule. I've never heard of this rule before. Three and six. Okay, three and six rule. Three months of exclusive dating before you introduced, are introduced to the children. Six months of exclusive dating before they, there's any sort of staying overnight when the children are there. The three and six rule. Okay. And again... I, in a perfect situation, that probably works great, right? Yeah, the I would think slow is the key. I think you have to approach it at the beginning, if you're asking the question, as a perfect situation. Yeah. Yep. To make sure. a, to Just to make the grounds on, on making a decision. I think you have to go in as it's, if it's the most perfect yeah. there is. Otherwise, you've got too many factors. Yeah, you can't, right. you can't sure. plan on exactly. all the factors or you're not going to have a good base. Yep. Hers is definitely not a perfect situation just for the fact that, you know, her husband left and all, you know what I'm saying? Like they've already had a man in their lives that's gone and didn't want to be a dad or a, a husband. You know what I mean? So that's so there's already that makes me a little more leery that the kids be like, uh, you probably want to that's my guess why mom is like Yeah, go slow. You don't, don't want them getting attached to another adult who because, then goes away. Yeah, they've already got that thing where well, dad isn't very cool. What he's, I mean, you know, right. whether they understand that or not, he's gone. And so I, I do think that makes it a little more where you're like, okay, maybe I want to take it a little slower. But it's hard for me, too, because if I were to sit here and say, I think it's better to wait a while and do this and do three and six and all that, when I didn't do that mm-hmm. and it worked great for me. So I, I, it's, it's hard for me to say that because then I'm, you know, hypocritical. Right. No, I, yeah, I just think it's the for the most important part, obviously, is for the kids to have not overly quick attachments to someone that may not be around a while. No one's got a crystal ball. You don't know for sure whether you're going to be around a for while. Sure. But, exactly. but yeah, that's, I think, probably why her mom's saying, hey. And I think, especially if it's a guy, I, I like my situation maybe was different just because we knew each other. And that was, you know, made it a lot easier for her to feel comfortable with me around the kids. Where if you're just meeting a guy and you're just hanging out, you, you probably want to take a little time to figure it out. And I do like the idea of, you know, a friend at first. And you see how the guy interacts with your kids, too. That's another big thing. Like, he could be great, and then you bring him around the kids, and you realize, no, this is terrible. This is not. He's not good with the kids at all. Because let me tell you, that can happen. What did Anna do with Joby? Well, she knew I didn't like Jovi right off the bat. Right, so there was no anyway. Didn't like dogs. weren't going to be introduced to her favorite thing in the whole planet, which was a dog. Yes. So she had a hard sell 
the dog. And then I realized I liked Anna a lot. So then I became soft towards the dog and realized, oh, this dog isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> that was quite the transformation for it you, was, by the way. That was a little trickery, a little a little trickery. But it worked out great because now, I mean, I'm in love with the dog. And now I've become somewhat of a dog guy. Not all the way still. Big mm-hmm. dogs, get out of here. Don't jump on me. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm not jumping on you. You don't need to jump on me kind fair. of situation. It's fair. And, but I do like dogs now. And so that has changed totally and completely. If the dog comes into the room just out of curiosity and the two of you are sitting there, which person is the dog more likely to go to? Me, every time, all the time. Because? I'm more likely to give the dog treats. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Yeah, or yeah, that gun like that from one. the Grinch. Yeah, the gun from the yeah. Grinch is the one. And I'm just, just so angry at America for not inventing that yet. Kevin James. I heard that they actually have it invented and that the pharmaceutical part of... Ph- God dang it! Tried to get The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Slim, what made you think of talking about your favorite song? Was something in your head that was driving you crazy? <laughs> We were just saying, we haven't checked in for a while on where we're at with our country music love. But we, there's so much music out, and, and it's been forever since we've kind of just checked in with everyone to see what they're listening to, who they're digging. Especially with a new, as we approach a new time of life, a new season, one year into <laughs> quarantine, yeah. the weather changing. Oh, boys, it's time to check back in and see where we're standing with country music. Wow. I like the, I like the softness of your voice there. All right, so do you have a song off the top of your head where you're like, dude, this one, it's my crank-up song right now, or it's a song that I'll search for the most? Or my, my two most listened-to songs right now are by two of the country music heavy hitters, and one of them yesterday, I think I just played it on a loop for three hours while I was driving around because the sun was out. Hmm. The first one, though, Luke Bryan's new one, Down to One, I feel like is right around his play-it-again sound, and I, I don't know what tempo or whatever that is called, but that is, I think, my favorite Luke Bryan. Yeah, Luke Bryan, Very medium catchy. tempo-ish, where medium. he actually sings, right? Yeah, like, Kev, I love it. Down to one, I, I just love it. It's not as good as a song that I can't stop listening to. Dirk Bentley Gone is the best song out right now. Oh, okay. Wow, so one, you're right. This song is that, that has that very familiar sound to oh, it. That Luke Bryan down to one is just right and there in the play it again world, which I thought that was an awesome song. I just really think Luke Bryan, like Kev said, when he sings, is really great sounding. That new Dirks, though, it, it feels to me like his new Drunk on a Plane. And I, I thought that was a fun song. If you like the fun, up-tempo Dirks, it, it's the best. And with the sun out, it was just so fun to listen to driving around. I love his voice. I love his sound. Oh, Dirks is the best. Kevin, what do you got? Oh, man, guys, I got so much to say. Um, (laughs) Okay, two new new songs that have got their hooks in me real strong right now. And then I'll give you a couple that have been around for a minute that that have their hooks in me. The, The first one... Lee Bryce, Memory I Don't Mess With. I brought that one up yesterday. That is going to be one of my favorite songs of the year. And then, have you heard the new Chris Young, Kane Brown? Let me give you no. this. Let me give you this one first. I didn't even know it. Yeah, I 
Lee Bryce song, yeah. He's cool. I just, there's something cool about Lee Bryce. This Kane Brown and Chris Young, I swear to you, will be a song that I most likely get a ticket to. This as soon as the spring weather. go it's so great and it's great it just talks about you know all the little people from his hometown and so and so's a firefighter she's a teacher what just what i can't even remember any of the the lyrics because i've only heard it a few times but that's how it got into me that quick and it's just like hey they're famous in my small hometown that's all that matters and so i love that as well shout out to farley (laughs) okay farley you went to high school with I'm going to give yeah. a shout out. Shout out to Garrett. Yeah, is he famous? Yeah, he's famous, I bet, huh? Absolutely. I feel like if you go down to the Garfield area, people have to know Garrett. Sure. He's a famous friend. Ain't nobody ever heard of. All right. Uh, you know, shout out to Mike Kozlowski. So. Mike Kozlowski. Wait, where's he from? I call he's from Minis- Minneapolis. I'm not sure it works, right? He's from Minnesota. Yeah, shout out. Uh, Mike, shout out. Thank you, brother. Appreciate a couple, it. a couple that have been around for a minute. Long live by Florida Georgia Line. I Kev, yep. Can I that's a great song. I agree with that. That's to just good. cannot get rid of their their sound in my head. Sometimes no, every time I think, you. yeah, I don't want to like them. Still, I, I'm 100 percent with that. I I never want to pick it, and then all of a sudden I hear it, and I'm like, yeah, that's just good. Yeah, this is a song that I would never pull up and play on my, uh, yep. you know, my Apple Music. I wouldn't pull this up and be like, "Oh, Long Live" by Florida Georgia Line. But every time it comes on, I love it. Same with "I Love You Just the Way God Made You, Girl." He don't, don't make mistakes. mistakes. The Parmalee and Blanco Brown is another one that just never would go searching for it, but every time I hear it, love it. Yeah, that also the How They Remember You from Rascal Flats is on that category for me for some reason. I didn't necessarily care for that song as much at the beginning. And then yes. now I'm like, you know what? I just I was cranking it up the other day. Yeah, uh, once I actually listened to the lyrics, I was like, oh, that's a really good song. <laughs> Isn't it funny how when you actually listen to sometimes you go, oh, that's better than I thought it was. Sometimes it just takes a while to get to you. And that, oh. I think that's fair. And just another quick, speaking of lyrics, I forgot this one. That LV Shane, my boy. Yes. Is magic. Yeah, that's very good. Very, very good. Uh, I have, well, this is my, probably my number one is is this one. From Brothers Osborne. The, from the very first note, I always am hooked on it. I got the good. It's real good. You got the time. I mean, when that song starts, from the second day, I hear the... It's- you know, it's like, I'm in. It's so good. It's so, it's so catchy. It, it gets stuck in my head more than any song that you play. It's so, and I, I'm going to be honest, I really don't know all of the words or anything. I'm, I'm just. You don't need to. No. This, this is the right? most K 
Kevin James sing-along song on Coyote Country right now. Just the most sing-whatever-words-are-in-your-head. Yeah, I got the ball if you've got the light. It just doesn't matter, right? It's just so fun to sing. And it's fun to try to sing deep voice like them. Yeah, and then on the opposite side is this one. Okay. I gotta say... This is my first Dan and Shay song in a while that, you don't like. that I'm all out on. Yeah, I know. And I, I don't know it. why. I thought I would love it, and I think, I, I, I truly think they've too many in a row. They're starting to just become Rascal Flatts to me, where yeah. Kevin and I where were laughing same, yesterday, yeah. where the new Rascal played, and I just assumed it was one from 2002. And Kevin goes, <laughs> do you like this new Rascal Flatts? And I was like, excuse me, what are you talking about? He goes, this is the new Rascal Flatts. And I said, no, this is the same Rascal Flatts as always. For and sure. And unfortunately, Daniel and Shay... You're there for me now. Yeah, no, they're going to have the same sound. That's going to... Kevin, were you talking about how they remember you? Was that the song you were talking about? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and again, you go, You have... When you have this sound... Yeah, this car song. It's 1998. Yeah, this song from the My Wish commercials. <laughs> it and, is. And just like My Wish, once I listened to the lyrics, I was like, okay, I really yeah. do like this yeah, song. No, but you're right. You. It was Kev just said, go read the noise. lyrics. He said, go read the lyrics. It will change your opinion of it, which, of course, it did. Yes, of course. That usually happens. But the one that is odd, that song that, in my mind, I'm like, that's just kind of an odd-sounding song, but I also really, really like it, is the Keith Urban Pink song. In this bar just sat oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's definitely different. But... She's awesome. She is great. I don't know why. Every time I hear this, I literally want to dance around and take my clothes off. I'm sorry. I'm glad you stopped it. Good lord. I want to be free when I hear it. I feel like a hippie. I was literally going to play that song, but now I'm not. So, no, Slim, what do. would you? No, 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 no. Please do. I, everyone knows now what's happening, and I feel like we all need to live in this together. 